0: On today's show, we're talking about how you can make sure your business is seen by the right people in 2023.
1: You're listening to JFDI with the two Lauras. If you're new here, big welcome. We are Laura Moore and Laura Davis, and we help ambitious social media professionals just like you to build profitable businesses so you can make more money and spend it on whatever you want. Between us, we've racked up more than 30 years of marketing experience. We've run multiple successful businesses, but most importantly, we know how it feels to do what you do because unlike other experts, we still have our social media clients and we are out there walking the walk with you. On today's show, we're discussing how you can make sure your business is seen by the right people in 2023, and we'll be sharing four tips to help you get in front of more people.
0: The reason we wanted to do this episode was because as a marketer it can be easy to get stuck in a rut
1: oh, <laughs> doing God, the same it?
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, we do the same things over and over and wondering why you're not getting seen by people. And when you work with clients, it's really easy to neglect your own marketing. But if you want to work with even better clients next year than you did this year, then showing up and being visible is really important. And while the strategy of marketing never really changes, the tactics can all the time, particularly as platforms roll out all these different features and more and more people start using the platforms.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about four tactics then that will help grow visibility in 2023 and probably beyond. And I'm going to start us off with SEO. Now, if you've listened to the podcast recently, you will have heard us talk about SEO quite a bit. But this is really important on social media. SEO on social is now a thing. It, a couple of years ago, this wasn't really a thing. It wasn't a thing that people were talking about. But the way that people use social has changed. And more and more people are using social media as a search engine. And they've all, they've done this for years on YouTube. But it's happening more on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere really now, whereas people are searching for things on those platforms as well as or instead of searching on Google. So the first thing you need to do is to make sure that your business can be found when people are searching because you want to show up more than your competition, right? And you also want to be discovered in those places where people are, are just being shown content like by the algorithm. So like in the explore feeds or whatever. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to be seen. Other people are going to be seen instead of you. And by prioritizing or really focusing on that SEO aspect, it helps you to not only be seen on those that, that one platform, but elsewhere as well. It can, it can also help your Google SEO. So it is one thing that you should definitely think about for visibility next year, I think.
0: I've definitely found that I'm using social in a search way now, Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. especially Instagram. I'm forever Mm. typing things into that search bar. I'm not looking for particular accounts now. I'm just, uh, there's a keyword that I'm something I'm looking for. And it's definitely been a shift for me in in terms of how I use social media. And I think, um, especially TikTok actually, weirdly, Mm. Which I wasn't expecting. I'm forever like if I want to book a holiday, I type it into TikTok. If I want to buy new gin, I type it into TikTok. Like if I want to buy a certain, some, I'm looking for something new to wear, I type it into TikTok. Yeah. So it's
1: and we've done it in a business as well, haven't we? When we've been looking for people to help us with certain things, yeah, we've been like, oh, we don't know anyone who does that. Where have we looked? We've gone and looked to search for that on Instagram or on yeah. LinkedIn, um, to see who comes up with those search terms. And often we've been disappointed because no one's come up because those search terms are not in their feed. Whereas to us, it's quite an obvious term that somebody would use. Yeah. So that's quite useful to know as well. Um, So how does someone get started then with like the SEO on social? Uh, Research. Research. Research
0: research. (laughs) You need to start with your keyword research on the particular platforms. So you need to kind of know what people are searching for so you can then optimize your content so you show up for those terms.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the thing that people miss is that research part. They Mm. assume that people are searching for one thing, whereas actually they're probably searching for something else. Like this has happened in our business, hasn't it? Yeah. And like for, if you're a social media manager, for example, you might want to call yourself a social media strategist or a social media marketer, but actually people are not searching for that. They're searching for a social media manager. So, you need to know what people are searching for so you can optimize your profiles, your platform, your content for those search terms so you can very specifically be found. And you'll see this in some of our content. We will use different terms in different types of content because we know what people are searching for and we're very strategic in doing that because we do that research.
0: Yeah. We've got a masterclass coming up for those of you who are in our membership in January. So if you're not already a member, the link for the waiting list is in the show notes. So just go to the2lauras.com forward slash inner hyphen hub. If learning more about social media SEO is on your wish list for 2023, then come and check us out.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to talk about more about that. I'm starting to feel like a bit of an SEO geek recently because I've been doing quite a lot of learning on that in the last few months. Second thing then to be more visible in 2023 is something that actually you probably will have already been doing, but you might just need a reminder about it. And it's the collaborations piece. And it might be something that's been on your radar, but you haven't done it. So it's kind of like, come on, when are you going to, when are you going to kick your butt into action and actually get this done. Collaborating with other people is r- such a brilliant way of getting in front of audiences that have already been built. Audiences of your perfect people that someone else has already been already built for you, where other people are already hanging out. And you might think, yeah, but I'm a social media manager. No other social media manager is going to let me get in front of their audience. So you need to think outside the box. Oh, yeah, maybe they won't. But maybe there's a bookkeeper Who, you know, deals with the same sort of niche as you do? (laughs) Yeah, they're not following her for social media, but they're following her because they are businesses. They need this sort of stuff. You know, how can you collaborate with them? It's thinking about who are those people who've already got your audience.
0: And I think, though, on on that note, just to kind of argue that slightly, is that actually good social media with me (laughs) never (laughs) good social media managers who are you know, like the people in our world, the people in our membership, they are totally up for like collaborating and working together. So I'd argue if another social media manager said no to doing something together, then they're probably not the kind of people you want to be aligned with anyway. And, and I think on that note, yes, collaborations is brilliant for kind of growth and audience growth, but it's also, it can be great for your credibility if you do it well you know align yourself with the right people align yourself with people who are potentially influential to your audience so not just people who got your audience that the people who are looked up to people who are kind of the flavor of the month build relationships with them and you know they've got to be genuine and they've got to be authentic that bloody word I must use in every single (laughs) podcast but it's so true but It can do wonders for your credibility and it
1: can open doors to you when you're aligned with the right people and not the wrong people. (laughs) But guess what? The way to find out who those people are, research, research, research. Yeah. It's going back to that thing again, isn't it? And like, if you're doing that SEO research, you might see some people popping up time and time again. They could be people who you could collaborate with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100% yeah that's a really good point look who's coming up on those searches Mm. it's not necessarily a quick win though this you know collaborations you can't you know yes you can sometimes just drop into someone's inbox and say hey do you want to do something together and that works fine but sometimes you have to build relationships first so don't just think oh this is easy I'm just gonna create all these um, partnerships and collaborations with people overnight like sometimes you just have to get to know people and And you kind of want to do that anyway. You don't want to do a collaboration with someone that you've not done that research about and you've not built up that relationship with because, you know, you do a collaboration and six months afterwards, you realise that they're a complete tool and you're Mm. aligned with them is... It's not always great. So yeah, spend some time building relationships, chatting with them, making sure that you kind of all sing from the same hymn sheet.
1: Just before we move on from that, Laura, if someone doesn't understand what we mean by collaborating, what kind of content could they create with somebody else in a collaboration?
0: Well, they can do anything. They can do, it could be as simple as lives on social media. So it Can be simple as that, just sharing some tips or advice or opinions
1: on things you could do. You could just go live and have a chat about about the state of social or something.
0: Yeah, or or a recent change that's rolled out. You can go and talk about that and how that could how your both of your audiences can implement those changes. So, and with that in mind, you could also do that in the form of collaborative posts. It doesn't have to just be
1: lives or both. Ideally, (laughs) it could also be if they've got a paid audience like a paid membership or something like that you can collaborate in that way to yeah. go and help their their customers that way
0: yeah if you've got complimentary etc yeah if you've got complementary services you could do a product together digital product mm. together maybe um and or, or offer a service together you could collaborate with your clients so um Like I work with my clients, but if I need additional help, like email marketing, things that I don't offer within my business, I will collaborate with other people and work alongside other, like we've just done that ourselves, haven't we? Me and you as kind of freelancers work together for a particular client. And it's building those uh, relationships that you can do client work together.
1: Third one, and I know that people are going to push back on this one because people don't like showing their faces. Yeah, don't fast forward. (laughs) The third thing you need to really kind of focus on to get your business to sharp next year is video. Mm -hmm. And I know you're probably listening to things thinking, yeah, but I don't want to show my face on video. I don't want to be on video. I don't want to spend hours editing videos. But it doesn't have to be difficult. Like, yes, there are times when you probably need to show your face on a video, but you don't always have to. In fact, there's some amazing accounts on Instagram who have grown through video without ever showing their faces. You know, if you, so if that's something that's really holding you back, you just need to think about how else can you do this so you can position yourself yeah. well.
0: But you have also got to acknowledge that by not wanting to show your face, you are making your life a lot harder. Oh, 100%. And actually, do people care about your face? <laughs>
1: I I mean that in the nicest possible way. She says this looking at me on a video. So that's just great. Thanks. (laughs) Like I've got over this. Like
0: I don't, and it hasn't been easy, but I don't even put makeup on anymore. I can't be arsed. Like, so if Laura was to say, uh, oh, you need to do a reel and I haven't got any makeup on, I'd I just go and do it. I just don't care anymore. Occasionally I might think I might need to be have a filter on if it's a pretty dark day. But I, but then if it was a video that's for one of our courses, then yes, I would probably make more of an effort mm. because that's going to hang around for a while, whereas obviously social content is, you know, it's gone by tomorrow generally. <laughs> so yeah, I get that it can be difficult to put yourself out there and to put your face on your brand Um and not kind of hide behind Canva graphics, but it actually will make your life a lot easier if you can kind of tackle that and kind of face the fear.
1: Yeah, totally. And like the easiest way to get started with that is to just use stories. Yeah. Because stories are like, you know, if you can do like a 15, 30 second story, then you start to build up your confidence with doing videos. But I think it's really important to just remember that, It's not just the platforms that are prioritizing videos. It's how people are using social. People are watching more videos. That's why the platforms are prioritizing them. So if you're not using video, the people who consume content via video are not going to consume your content. And you kind of need to have that mix, don't you? Of different types of ways that you communicate with people. And video is a big one. Yeah. It is a big one that if you miss, you're missing a big portion of your audience.
0: And I think um, we've talked previously about building better connections in a podcast and we can link to that in the show notes. When I, when we're looking at building relationships, being on video and someone actually being able to see you and hear you is a way quicker way to help people get to know you before they want to spend money with you and, and have you as their social media manager or have you you know, to sign up to one of your master classes or whatever it is that you offer. So having yourself on video is a is a, a quicker way, in my opinion, of of starting that process of building relationships.
1: Yeah. And also like going back to the not wanting to show your face and like what you just said about um, that you don't put makeup on and stuff like that. Now, if if one of the things that's holding you back thinking that, you know, I need to get all dolled up and what have you and you spend hours getting all dolled up to go and record your reels. But then when you do a discovery call on Zoom, you don't and you're just there in your hoodie. The two (laughs) things don't align, (laughs) you know. So don't be put off just being yourself on video if that is how you normally are when you're talking to a client. Totally. The two things do need to be totally the same, and I've had that in the past. I've got I've got on a Zoom call with someone, and I think I've probably looked a bit shocked, not because they like looked rough, but because I was like, mm, "Am I on the right call? Is this the right person?" Uh, because they look totally different.
0: Yeah, I think my clients would be a bit shocked if I suddenly walked in all doled up. <laughs> <laughs> Our final thing that we think people need to be focusing on when it comes to being visible in 2023 is dun, da, 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 selling. <laughs> don't is run no- away. Don't run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Come back in the room. So there's no point being visible there's no point doing all the things that we've just talked about about getting in front of people and bringing all these new people into your world unless you are then going to be very straightforward and clear about how they can actually work with you
1: people and this doesn't just go for your own content does it this is the same for your clients yeah, yeah. if you're spending time bringing all of these new followers in for your clients and you're never selling to them what a waste of time
0: yeah. People are not mind readers. People no. do not know what it is you do and how they can go about doing that and without you telling them that. And, people and also are lazy. people are very That's what I was going to say. <laughs> people are
1: so lazy. Yeah. They're not going to go and find out. Yeah. They're going to wait till you f- hand it to them on a plate. Yeah. Like I see this
0: on my one client's um, social accounts. This shows how pe- lazy people are. So they have multiple products that they sell, but the prices change on things. So we never really put the price on the social post because if someone was to then click through to that and it's different, obviously that's not great. So yeah. if, if the price has changed on the actual website. So we never put the price on the... Product on social. (laughs) But they're too lazy to click a link. We always provide a link and we always tell people to go and see the price and all the specifications via the link. You know, we do the arrows, we do the comments. Honestly, I have to, I'm surprised it's not turned (laughs) me into some kind of alcoholic. Like, I have to just bite my tongue because obviously I just want to say click on the bleeping link. Mm. obviously i don't and i'm very professional about it but it just shows how
1: lazy we are people as a are society. lazy like, you can give them all the information in a post and they will still ask a yeah. question where you've put the information in the post so even if you'd have said this costs a hundred pounds they'd still say how much does it cost yeah like, it's right there in front of your face can you not yeah. just read it people it takes are longer so for somebody to ask the question than it does for them to actually, you know, just find out for themselves. But they're so lazy; they want it handed them on the pl- on a plate, and that's why you have to sell. Yeah. Or they don't know
0: where the see more button is, which is why your hook, yeah yeah your hook mm. is so important because otherwise mm. people just won't won't click and find out more. But. Yeah. Yeah, People are not mind readers. They are lazy. They are not going to go and trawl through your website to try and find the information they need. They want you to tell
1: them. And actually, I am a prime example of this. So we've just had Black Friday. There's been a moisturizer that I need to buy because I... The company that I buy it from, this is a really boring story, but the company <laughs> that I buy it from- You're selling it to me. Re- I know. Um, they sell it in refills. Anyway, so I ordered this refill, but I didn't realize that I'd thrown away the bottle, so I can't use the refill. So I need to reorder the the, the moisturizer. And I was like, right, I'm going to wait till Black Friday. Wait until I get a Black Friday offer. Wait, wait, wait. Followed, Turned on notifications for their socials. Wait, wait, wait. Nothing. Didn't ever get told about their Black Friday offer. And then eventually- my husband said to me, did you order that moisturiser? Because I've been going on and on and on about it. I went and actually went out of my way to go and look on the website. And they did have a Black Friday offer, but they hadn't ever told me about it. And if they'd have told me about it before, I would have ordered the blimmin' moisturiser. Like, why didn't they just tell me? Oh, that is really like, bad. Like, literally, they could have just sent me a DM. No, they didn't even know I was looking. But there was no <laughs> content. If they, And so people are are not hanging around to go and look for what you are giving them. They need to be told, and I think we often forget that people are not going to be going and searching on the website, or you know, going to find the link in the bio. You need to tell them where stuff is. Yeah, and they and don't even scroll to previous posts when when we're just no, looking no, at no. social media. They're not, you know. No.
0: Sometimes I will kind of flick through. I literally kind of scan. You know, is is this information available to me in the in the most recent post? But I'm not going to go back. Far, which is why you need to sell and then sell again. Having yeah. sales-based marketing is not just that. Oh well, I'm going to tell people what I do in January, and then you never do it again. You need to constantly no. be doing it in different angles, different ways, different tackling different objections. You just need to do it.
1: Yeah, but you need to be really strategic about how you do it. Like you don't yeah. want to. Constantly been putting out sales posts. You need to be strategic, and we've talked about this on the podcast previously. In that you need to the best way to sell on social is to use a launch model. That's why we teach that in our our program, Social Proof. We'll put the link for that in the sh- in the show notes as well. But when you are strategic about how you sell, you will get better results because yeah. people will know what is coming because you have planned out that content so that you're mentioning what's coming. You'll prime them so they're ready to, to buy. And yeah. then when you're ready to sell to them, they will be there ready with their credit card to buy whatever it is you're selling or to take up your Black Friday offer if you are me.
0: And I think it's worth saying here, obviously the word launches now is very, especially in our online world, is very much aligned with like coaches and memberships mm. and new products. Yeah. But it's, it's everything. Some Mm. people call it like a promotion. So, you know, you think of an e-commerce shop. They wouldn't necessarily say I'm going to launch a new product. They'll be like, right, we've got this new product. We need to do a promotion about it. So the the terminology may be slightly different in different industries, but essentially it's the same. What you don't need to do is just go on and do one post and say, hey, guys, this is my new product or my new service. I want to sell this. Here you go. Buy it. Like it doesn't work Mm. like that. So whether you call it a launch, a promotional period, whatever it is – it's essential for you to have a successful sales off of social media marketing.
1: And you're probably listening to this podcast thinking, oh, but Laura's, I haven't got time to do all of this. <laughs> like you just told me all of these things that I need to do. And we, we totally hear you. We get it. Like we are busy people too. And our marketing would not get done unless we blocked out time in our diary. So before you just say, no, I'm not going to do it, it's too much like, you know, the Laura's can do it because there's two of them. Go and grab your diary, make a commitment to yourself that you will focus on doing one of these things so that another year doesn't go by where you haven't spent time showing up. Block out the time in your diary every week or, you know, however often it takes so that you can prioritize this in your business because it makes a big difference. And if you don't, by this time next year, you'll be like, oh, that podcast the Laura's put out, I didn't do anything about it and no one knows I exist still and I'm still not selling properly. And we don't want to get to the end of another year and feel like that. So in our true Laura style, JFDI, get your diary out, block out the time and let's just do this.
0: So with that being said, we will see you in 2023. Happy New Year.